Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot RS. ZocDoc.com RS. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Welcome to R slash Am I the Butthole, where OP poisons his housemate, sending him to the emergency room. Am I the butthole for poisoning my housemate who ate my food without my permission and who ended up in the emergency room? I'm a 19-year-old guy who recently moved into a shared space, and there's someone who keeps stealing my food. At first I thought that it was just a mistake, but even my leftovers were being eaten. It was very clear that the person was doing this on purpose. I spoke to my housemates about it, that I would just prefer to be asked first. They were nonchalant about it, and none of them admitted to doing it. I haven't caught anyone in the act, so I just tried to ignore it because it only happened every couple of days or so. A few days ago, I came home from work with a carton of eggs that I found while dumpster diving and some bread. I wanted to give the eggs the water test before eating them just to make sure they were safe to consume, but I was too tired and went to bed early without eating. The next day, I found out that one of my housemates got so sick that he ended up having to go to the emergency room. My eggs were not in the fridge where I left them, but I saw the carton and shells in the trash and my bread was opened. I had a hunch that he was the thief because there was a possibility the eggs had gone bad, but I was also annoyed at the fact that he helped himself to my food without asking. When he came back, I asked him if he had eaten my eggs and bread, but he denied it. I then said, okay, but I hope whoever ate them doesn't get as sick as you did because I found those eggs in a dumpster. His face immediately dropped, and he looked visibly uncomfortable. He got angry and went from saying that he may have consumed my food by mistake because he wasn't paying attention, and he doesn't exactly remember, and then he accused me of poisoning him. 
He said that it's a health hazard to bring such food in communal spaces without warning everyone first, because it's not uncommon for people in shared spaces to eat other people's food by mistake. He hasn't spoken to me since then, and my housemates are siding with him and called me disgusting for doing that. A part of me feels like I wasn't wrong because they were my eggs that I was fully intending on eating, and I didn't think that I had to warn people against eating food that didn't belong to them. But I also do feel bad and guilty that he got sick. So, Reddit, am I in the wrong here? Okay, man, am I gonna, am I gonna be against the grain here? This guy says not the butthole. This guy says not the butthole. This guy says not the butthole. Okay, yeah, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree here. Look, putting food that you find from the dumpster in a communal refrigerator without telling people is repulsive. I don't care what you want to do with it. I don't care if you're using it to poison someone or to eat it yourself or use it for a science experiment. If my roommates are putting gross dumpster meat, dumpster meat in the fridge, in my fridge that I'm using, I'm going to be pissed off at that dude. Now, to be clear, I do think you had a right to defend yourself and to, you know, sabotage this food thief in some capacity. I read a lot of stories about food thieves, and typically the way people get revenge is by putting extreme spice inside of their food. So, you know, when it gets eaten, it's like, ah, oh, it's so hot, this burns. I, 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 what have I done? These are the consequences of my own action. But, buddy, dude, you can't put gross dumpster meat in the fridge. That's, that's gross. Man, everyone has, has triggers, weird things that set them off. Mine is spoiled milk. Oh, oh man. Oh, jeez. Yeah, man, if someone was putting dumpster milk in the fridge, oh, I'd be so pissed off. OP, you are the butthole, but also your roommate is the butthole for stealing food. So I'm going to give you two out of five buttholes for your gross behavior, and I'm giving the food thief two out of five buttholes for being a food thief. I'm giving the other roommates who did not steal your food zero out of five buttholes for being angry at you because they have every right to be angry at you. Man, you know what happens to, to gross spoiled meat? Fungus. Fungus fungus feeds on the meat and they spread their spores, man. That's how fungus reproduces. They squirt their spores into the air. Haven't you seen Last of Us? Am I the butthole for refusing to adhere to my sister-in-law's Christmas gift list? I'm a 30-year-old woman and my husband is 30. For Christmas, my husband and I are hosting my parents, my brother Chris, his wife Amy, their two sons, my sister Lucia, and her boyfriend Alex. The background to all of this is that Amy, who's 33, complains about every gift that she's given by any of us. Every Christmas, she makes faces and snide remarks about the things that she's gifted. For example, last year, me and my husband gifted Amy and Chris a joint present of an expensive coffee maker, which is the same one that we have at home that Chris loved when they visited. Amy's only remark, which wasn't even a thank you, was, Oh, well, this isn't really for me, is it? And then made a great show of being annoyed that she didn't get a separate gift. A few days ago, Amy included the whole family on a group email with a Christmas list for her and the kids. Saying that, saying that she would only accept gifts that were on the list. On her list was expensive perfumes, links to expensive clothing items, and designer handbags. I was livid! My parents were offended as well, but didn't want to say anything to Amy. But I wasn't going to hold back in the face of what I felt was grossly entitled behavior. 
I replied to Amy's email saying that I would not be purchasing anything on that list, and if she wanted to shop for a Louis Vuitton wallet, I was happy to put her in touch with my saleswoman. I also said that if she didn't like what she received for Christmas, she was welcome to just leave it at my house. Her husband, Chris, my brother, blew up at me, saying that Amy was just trying to make everything easier for everyone by giving suggestions. I disagreed and told him that I think Amy was just trying to find a sneaky way to get a few things she normally can't afford for free, which, in my opinion, is not in the spirit of Christmas, and I think that she's being extremely childish. My parents think that I shouldn't have said anything. But my sister, Lucia, says I absolutely should have because she wasn't going to be spending hundreds of dollars on Amy's Christmas list either. Was I the butthole for not going along with it? And for everyone asking, yes, Amy drinks coffee, and yes, she uses the coffee machine. And no, Amy and Chris do not give gifts that are equal value to the things that she asked for on her list. Alright, this is an easy one. Amy is just being super, super greedy. I think you did the right thing, OP, because if you didn't respond to that email, then everyone else would have been pressured into buying Amy thousands of dollars worth of stuff. And meanwhile, I'm sure Amy was just going to turn around and buy everyone socks or something. Am I the butthole for refusing to change my daughter's clothes at a birthday party? I'm a 34-year-old woman, and I have two kids, ages 8 and 4. My daughter's name is Aurora. My husband and I chose that name because it's slightly similar to my late father-in-law's, and it worked well with our last names. It has nothing to do with the princess from Sleeping Beauty. In spite of that, we've had fun with that movie in the past, and ever since my daughter realized that she shares names with the Disney princess, Princess Aurora has been her favorite. Our family went to Disney World in July, and while there, we bought my daughter a Princess Aurora costume. She adores it and wears it whenever she has the chance. Two weeks ago, one of Aurora's friends from school threw a princess-themed birthday party. She encouraged her friends to wear costumes. My daughter wanted to go as her favorite character, which didn't surprise me at all. When we got to the party, the birthday girl came to greet my daughter, and she was also dressed as Princess Aurora. I did not know what this girl's costume was going to be prior to the party. I got worried for a second, but the birthday girl was actually really excited. She said they looked like twins. It was adorable. They ran off to play, and I forgot about the costumes for a while. About 30 minutes into the party, I was at a table with some of the other moms when the birthday girl's mother came up to me. She asked if I had brought any spare clothes for Aurora. I said yes. She then asked me to change my daughter into spare clothes and out of her costume. My mother explained that she had hired a photographer to walk around taking pictures of the kids, and she was also planning on getting a group photo near the end of the party. She didn't want anyone wearing the same costume as her daughter in these pictures. She also thought that her daughter might get jealous since my kid gets to share her name with her favorite princess. Now, if the birthday girl was the one who had the problem, I might have considered changing Aurora into her spare clothes. But no, she was genuinely excited they were dressed the same. It also didn't feel fair to force my daughter to be the one without a costume in a party full of children in princess dresses. I said no and explained my reasoning to the girl's mom. She insisted for a few minutes, but I held my ground. Some of the other moms started to back me up, and she eventually got up and left. When I went to pick up my kids earlier this week, I ran into that same mom. She accused me of ruining her daughter's party by allowing Aurora to wear the same costume as her. She told me that she doesn't think she'll ever be able to look at the pictures without being disgusted by my behavior. I thought she was exaggerating, but I'm starting to doubt myself. 
our conflict has found its way to the mom group chat that we're both in, and opinions over there are divided. Some think that having two girls wear the same costume is no big deal. Others think that I should have changed my daughter's clothes. Am I the butthole? Alright, okay. When someone sends out wedding invitations, there's an unspoken rule. Don't wear white. Only the bride gets to wear white, but nobody has to write this down on the invitation because everyone understands this rule. However, if you have a Disney princess birthday party, you can't just magically expect everyone to know not to wear an Aurora princess Disney costume. If you specifically want your daughter to be the only Aurora there, then you have to say in the invitation, Hey, parents, please don't let your daughter come as Aurora because the birthday girl is going to be Aurora. Also, the absolute idiocy of throwing a birthday, a Disney-themed birthday party where you tell everyone to come as a Disney princess and you write an invitation to Aurora. How could it not cross your mind? Hey, maybe the little girl whose name is Aurora is going to come dressed as Aurora. Maybe the little girl whose name is Jasmine is going to come dressed as Jasmine. Maybe the girl whose name is Rapunzel is going to come dressed as Rapunzel. Who could have seen that one coming? I'm shocked. I'm 100% on your side, OP. If the birthday girl was upset, then I could understand asking your daughter to change the clothes. But since the birthday girl was excited, this mom is completely out of line. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your daughter gets 0 out of 5 buttholes. The birthday girl gets 0 out of 5 buttholes. But the mom gets 2 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for leaving my fiancé over not passionately hugging? I'm a 26-year-old man, and my fiancé is a 26-year-old woman. We've been together for over five years now. In the first three years of our relationship, our intimacy was amazing. We were each other's firsts, and we explored our likes and dislikes together. However, in the last couple of years, intimacy is almost non-existent. It suddenly just happened out of nowhere. She started being disinterested in intimacy. At first, I thought that it was a phase, but it's been the case for two years now. I'm always the one who initiates and gets rejected in the end. I asked her if there's a problem and if there's anything I can do to be better, but she said there's nothing going on. She rejected getting her hormones checked. Mind you, she's not on birth control. I tried to give her space for months, but it didn't work either. Every other aspect of our relationship is good, and she agreed to that. I have a relatively high libido, and for the last few months, I've been going nuts. The only time when we passionately hug is when I earn it. Yeah, it's my reward for my anniversary day and other small occasions. I don't feel desired or wanted, and it's the most important part of intimacy for me. I don't want to passionately hug a dead fish. Long story short, after having one last talk with her, I told her I want to break up, which she was not happy about. She told me it would get better once we're married and even tried to initiate intimacy at that very moment. To be honest, I don't think getting married will make it any better. That's like thinking that marriage will get better and every problem will be solved once you have kids. Since then, mutual friends, my family and her family, and other people have been criticizing me. They even call me sex-crazed. At first, I've been trying to ignore the comments, but it's gotten so extensive that I doubt my choice. Am I the butthole here? <laughs> Yo, her saying that you'll passionately hug more after marriage is so stupid. The only way that would be true 
is if you two were both virgins and you were saving yourselves until marriage, then yeah, it would make sense. But what? She's just magically going to go from having no libido to having a high libido just because she's got a ring on her finger? Also, OP, I wouldn't sweat it. You're not married, you haven't sworn vows, so really, you can leave the relationship for any reason, including no reason. If you're just not feeling it anymore, then you're not feeling it. Also, I feel like not having physical compatibility is a very justifiable reason to end a relationship. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I guess also I'm going to give her 0 out of 5 buttholes as well, because... Having a low libido isn't a crime, it's just, you know, a situation. Well, okay, okay, me, okay yeah, I guess I'll give her 1.5 out of 5 buttholes because she's using intimacy as a reward, which is like controlling, manipulative behavior. So, I don't know, I can't really tell if she just has a low libido slash is asexual, or if she's using the intercourse as a way to manipulate OP and get what she wants. One is, you know, it's just biology. The second is scummy behavior. Am I the butthole for telling my son that he'll have to pay me back for the cheese and mead or he won't be eating Thanksgiving tomorrow? Every year, we have a charcuterie board before Thanksgiving meal at 6. It's just something everyone can pick at so they aren't dying of hunger by dinner time. My 16-year-old son loves cheese. And due to this, I make sure to label when he can't eat something. I labeled all the Thanksgiving stuff as don't eat. Well, yesterday, he ate all the fancy meads and basically ate from each block that I brought. I truly was pissed since I worked extra hours to pay for it since the prices are awful now for a nice cheese. I told him he needs to go to the store to replace all of it, which would cost him around 70 bucks. Or he doesn't get to eat Thanksgiving meal. He's refusing to pay for the cheese, so no Thanksgiving meal. And he thinks that I'm being a horrible jerk. My husband is on his side and doesn't understand why I'm so pissed about it. Alright, this one's easy peasy. OP puts lots of time, work, money, and effort into putting together a nice Thanksgiving meal. She's the one who has to make the money, go out, buy the cheese, buy the meat, put together the charcuterie board, and tell her son, hey, by the way, you can't eat this food. And then he eats the food anyways. I think what she's saying here is perfectly reasonable. The kid is 16. That is definitely the age where you understand, okay, maybe I shouldn't act like a jerk all the time. Maybe I should be more considerate of others. And this is a meal for everyone, not just for me. So OP, I'm completely on your side. Yeah, the punishment does seem a little extreme because he's skipping Thanksgiving dinner, but in this case, I think the punishment fits the crime. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your son 1 out of 5 buttholes. That was r slash am I the butthole, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.